There is nothing more painful to a parent than watching your grown child experience a meltdown. Whether the process is gradual or an unexpected sudden departure from wise choices, financial responsibility, and decent friendships, the internal reaction is the same. Gut-wrenching agony as you try to figure out what went wrong when you had all of the best intentions. You feel betrayed because, as a parent, you've tried to practice unconditional love. You've offered forgiveness for inappropriate behavior and provided enough encouragement and tangible help to give your child a fresh start. But the cycle of pain continues as, time after time, your adult child accepts your help, promises, This is the last time your assistance will be needed, and then falls flat on his or her face again, with no one to come to the rescue but you. At such times, the enemy swoops in with taunting lies and tempts you to believe, if I had been a better parent, this would not be happening. If I had read my Bible more consistently and prayed more fervently, God would have protected my child from this crisis. If I had been less busy, I could have stopped this cycle of destruction before it got to this point. On one level, we may feel guilty and even in some way responsible for the wrong choices of our children. Yet, at a heart level, we believe that even if our child's behavior doesn't warrant our support, his or her potential does. If we can just help them get out of a plummeting lifestyle and desperate circumstances, we're convinced they will finally take good advantage of their clean slate and demonstrate a new beginning that warrants all of our support and encouragement. But then, to our great disappointment, the cycle of destructive behavior begins again. Like Alison Botke, I'm the mother of an only child a son. My son was not caught in a web of addiction and financially destructive behavior. But he unraveled mentally, emotionally, and spiritually when he believed his legal options for protecting his two stepdaughters from sexual abuse at the hands of their biological father had been exhausted. My husband and I received a shocking middle-of-the-night call informing us that our son, a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy, had been arrested for murder. After two and a half years of waiting through seven postponements of his trial, our son was eventually convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. I know the agony of wondering what went wrong in our parenting and of trying to fix things for my child so we could all go back to a more normal life. In Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children, Alison Botke powerfully describes how subtly we begin to enable our children by helping them. She understands from personal experience that we parents believe our children are fundamentally good kids who have made some mistakes. So our impulse is to dive in to rescue them from the messes they've made, believing the power of love and forgiveness will conquer all of the negative choices they have made. If you have time to listen to nothing else, 
Don't miss Allison's description of walking into her son's home following his arrest in the opening chapter. Why I had to write this book. The emotional impact of her experience grabbed my emotions and made me gasp for air. If you can't listen to all of the chapters in a row, go to the letter she wrote, but never delivered, to her son in Chapter 8. You may find pieces of your own parental emotional reactions on the pages of these chapters, but you'll uncover more than that. Perhaps for the first time, you'll find a workable plan for setting appropriate boundaries with your adult child. You will discover how to form a plan of action that works, whether your child is emotionally and or physically disabled through addictions or wrong thinking. Allison Botke will reveal the six steps that will bring back your sanity.